Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, a home of sports talk about the Yankees, Rangers, Giants, and Rutgers. And I'm your host, Tom, and thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about the Giants hiring Brian Dable as a new head coach. The Rangers hoist a number 30 jersey of Henrik Lundqvist up to the rafters in a stirring MSG ceremony. And the Rangers lost a pair of games on back-to-back nights. So let's go ahead and get started. The Giants made their decision, and they hired their new head coach on Friday, Brian Dable, uh, former offensive coordinator of the Bills. He was the leader, you know, going into the decision-making, it seemed, from all indications. He was the favorite, and he seems to be, I think, a pretty good choice by all indications. He's a progressive-thinking, offensive-minded coach, which is exactly what the Giants need with their currently pathetic offensive team. Um, he does have quite a task. Dable inherited, you know, a friggin' mess of a team. And I would say, in order, uh, what he has to do, job one, figure out the quarterback situation with Daniel Jones. In my opinion, as you may have heard before, Daniel Jones is not a franchise quarterback. But unless Dable turns out to be some magical quarterback whisperer, to me, Jones is destined to be an average quarterback at best. I mean, prove me wrong here, Dable. Come in and and do some magic and turn Jones into a great quarterback. Hey, I would love it, but um, I just don't see it. Job two, got to fix the rest of this Giants' pathetic offense. It The job of doing that feels equivalent to building a skyscraper at this point, in my opinion. It will take patience. It will take dedication. It will take some creative thinking both with play calling and personnel. The offense needs everything, as we've discussed before. Uh, There's also almost no cap cap space for the GM to really sign any significant free agents. So this will have to be fixed and built on the cheap. And this may involve cutting some current people. And you know I hate Evan Ingram as the tight end. Uh, And there's many other, I think, uh, points where we can save some money some of the offensive linemen, et cetera, and um, try to try to upgrade this team. But it is a gargantuan task he will have. Job three, I think bringing in a good staff, good defensive and offensive coordinators. I previously said that I really do not want Patrick Graham back as a defensive coordinator. Uh, the current thinking around when you read and, and hear people talk, the general feeling is that it would be a good idea to bring Graham back. Um, And Graham's quite overrated as a defensive coordinator, in my opinion. I keep reading and hearing about how good a job he did, but when you look at the Giants and watch the games this year and look at their stats, I just don't see it. Um, Whoever Dable chooses needs to do a good job on defense. He's got many, many other things to think about, but overall in talking about which coaches – were available, and the fact that they chose Dable, it seems like a good move. He's familiar, obviously, with uh, Joe Shane, the new general manager of the New York Giants. I think that goes a long way early, you know, having some familiarity with each other. If you're going to rip everything down and build up a, a team, it's great to be, you know, in lockstep between, you know, with your general manager if you're a head coach. So, Let's see. Kudos to the Giants, and we'll see how they end up uh, drafting and changing this team. It'll be interesting to see. Moving on to the New York Rangers. The Rangers had one really nice event 
kind of couch between two not so nice events. So let's just take them in order. Uh, Thursday night, uh, the Rangers lost a game to Columbus, five to three. Columbus is a lesser team. If you watch the game Thursday night, it was kind of a poor Rangers offensive output and, and a poor team game all around. Uh, even Adam Fox had a bad turnover that resulted in a goal. And right off the bat, you had a bad feeling because Georgiev started in goal. And he was absolutely no help. And I sit here and I know that Shesterkin, who is a great goalie, can't play for us every single night. Particularly when there's back-to-back games such as there were Thursday night and Friday night of this week. I understand that. But even so, I, I almost don't enjoy games where Georgiev starts nearly as much. Because the goaltending... It's noticeably and immediately inferior inferior when Georgiev is in there. For example, in this game, he got two goals on two shots in the first period. And before 13 minutes went by in the second period, he had given up four goals on 10 shots. And, you know, I mean, this is not a great Columbus team. And, I mean, Jesus, in the end, he ended up only facing 18 total shots and he gave up four goals. And that is not good at all. He didn't have a lot of support early on. They weren't necessarily bad goals, but it wouldn't have killed them to stop one of those goals, and it would have possibly changed the game. You know, he would think he could just make one or two saves, even if just by accident there. It was, it was tough to watch, and, and the Rangers' effort overall was tough to watch. I mean, this was a Columbus team that gave up 62, 62 shots on goal the game before and lost 6 nothing to a good Calgary team. Columbus is, is a, not a good team. It was a sloppy Rangers effort, uh, very defensively poor play, coupled with some poor goaltending. Um, Schneider played really well, the the young defenseman that the Rangers have been playing a lot lately. He's a 20-year-old defenseman. He continues to play well, and he needs to play every single night. Uh, he has a look and feel of a rising star, perhaps, and we'll see how he does. He has excellent speed, good stick handling, a strong shot. Um, he seems decent positionally so far, though he may need a little help there. He does need a better defense partner. They cannot play him with Nemeth or even Hayek. Um, but Schneider is someone we should look to in the future to be a really good defenseman. Kreider, by the way, on Thursday night was completely and 100% absent. It was reminiscent of a game from last year <laughs> or any other year. He hasn't done that much this year, but it was one game where he just was not around. Um, on top of this, Adam Fox left the game with an upper body injury, missed just about all the third period. Uh, he was assigned day-to-day, and then later on Friday was put on the IR, hopefully for a short period of time. But that really hurts us. Obviously, Adam Fox is the reigning Norris Trophy winner as the NHL's best defenseman, so not having him in with us is not good. Not good at all. Uh, as we move on to Friday night, as a blizzard bore down on New York City, the Rangers raised Lundqvist's jersey, his banner, uh, up to the rafters at Madison Square Garden. Um, it was a tremendous ceremony. It was an emotional win. Um, an emotional game. It was not an emotional win. They did not win the game. Sam Rosen did a great job as the MC. Uh, it was great to see all the old time Rangers there. You had Messier and Graves and Richter. It was really, and Leach was there. It was great. Um, some of the speeches were pretty impressive and the production overall was outstanding. They did a great job in the ceremony and, um, 
he's one of the most deserving and, you know, maybe underappreciated goalies of all time. And uh, it was great. The whole ceremony was was impressive. And um, he got what he deserved. And, and it was fantastic. And after that, yeah, Friday night went downhill as the Rangers lost 3-2 to two to a very good Minnesota Wild team in the game that followed. Um, the Rangers had appeared to score the tying goal with one second left in the game. However, the refs waved it off, saying the goalie was pushed into the net. It was kind of a questionable call, but, you know, it was what it was. Uh, it was the second game in a row where the Rangers took 2 nothing leads in the first period and then ended up losing. And that is a trend that has to stop. Um, there's some concerning things about the Rangers lately. Again, their five-on-five offense continued to be lacking. They really had very few shots the second and third periods. Some good items did come out of Friday night, even though they lost. Um, Goodrow scored again. His offense is starting to pick up. Um, he's always been a pretty good all-around player, uh, but he hasn't shown a lot of offense until recently. It's nice to see that you know see him chipping in there. Lord knows this friggin' team needs it on offense. Kreider scored again. <laughs> Just an amazing year overall for Kreider. Uh, again, they had no Adam Fox on Friday night. He's out with an injury on IR. They did bring up uh, Zach Jones, uh, another young defenseman. Boy, the Rangers are loaded with skilled, young, good uh, just defensemen. It's amazing the number of young, good defensemen the Rangers have. He played really well as well, Zach Jones. Um, and, and in my opinion, the Rangers need to continue to play these young kids. Get them in there. Get them experience. This doesn't feel like a year the Rangers are going to win the cup or anything. As good as they appear at times, I think it's more important at this point to get the young kids time, get them experience, get them a year under their belt, and then try to continue to build this team instead of trying to play old or poor veterans, Nemeth and, and the like. Get the kids in there. Zach Jones played really well. Schneider's been playing really well. To me, just keep playing them. Gauthier continues to have... <laughs> <laughs> Only one move, it seems like, right? If you guys watch Gauthier, um, Julian Gauthier, night in, night out, he gets the puck, he tries to go wide on the defenseman, pick up speed, tries to go wide right to the net, and that's like it. He has one move, and he just continues to do that. I just, I don't know why that came to mind, but he did it a few times again in this game, and it, it is kind of funny. Um, he has some tools, um, but again, you know, he has to develop a little bit more and, and maybe have more than one move. Jacob Truba continues to excel. Um, when I watch the game, every game I watch, it looks like his shot gets harder and harder and harder. And Truba is a con is becoming a consistent offensive force nowadays, in addition to being obviously very strong, consistent defensive force, one of the league's toughest defensemen and biggest hitters. And now he's becoming a consistent offensive force. Uh, it's really a joy to see Truba come to fruition after a couple years of him being, in my mind, what would be a disappointment. Um, the Rangers at this point need to halt the skid and get Fox back and hopefully get back on track as we head into this uh, NHL All-Star weekend. And that's all I have on this short podcast. So thanks for listening to the Jersey Guy Sports Podcast. Please tell your friends if you like what you're hearing. And I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.